Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no-ads, no-data-selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Mondays. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash Mondays for your extended 30-day free trial. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. My final question for you guys, what is the top business lesson that you guys have used or learned this year that's had the biggest impact on your business? And if you can't share, I totally understand. I might clip this out. <laughs> for sure. Now, you know, being able to um, have enough vision to see bigger than what you currently are. And, um, you know, you got to find different verticals, how to actually make money and expand. You never really get, you know, really rich from what you're actually doing. Like, even if you look at Jay or Ye or any billionaire from hip hop, they never really got billionaire status from rapping or yeah. music. You know, they made billions from, you know, liquor or they made billions from, you know, clothing or different things like that. So, you know, being able to use your influence to actually, you know, spread out and, um, invest in different companies and see different opportunities and stuff like that, I think is, uh, extremely, extremely important. Um, and, you know, just having enough, uh, vision to, to see that, you know, it's not the finish line. It's only, you know, whatever you think and is, is, is pretty small in the grand scheme of things. So you got to have enough vision to understand that, you know, you can't, can't focus on small things, only focus on big things. So yeah. try to do things to just make a, you know, a couple hundred thousand or a million dollars. That's not really no real money in the grand scheme of things. So what's real money. Let's try to talk. 
um, a hundred million or a billion. You know, that's Dang. like something that's real money. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's kind of hard to get people to understand that, um, you know, most people, they just want to just focus on small things and run a mediocrity race. <laughs> but, you know, when you, when you, I like really, the version of you, when you sick, shook shoddy, <laughs> shoddy, when you focus on the big things and you understand, like, you know, how the game is played on the highest level. So for us, just being able to have opportunities to talk to like, you know, billionaires and yeah. people that's, that's running companies and stuff like that. You start to have a different perspective on things, and, mm-hmm. you know, have, um, you know, just look at things a little differently. Pride and ego is something that's extremely, um, you know, it's, it's a deadly sin for a reason. Um, you know, yeah. pride is pride is one of the seven deadly sins. And um, the reason why it's one of the seven deadly sins is that it could kill you. So, um, you know, if you're too prideful or you have too much ego, you know, most of the time people that are extremely prideful have tremendous ego. It didn't really work out for them. And, um, you know, we'd even look at like hip hop culture. You know, there's a lot of people that are very revered in our culture, but mm-hmm. very prideful people and they're great people. You know, some of them are actually our friends, but um, it didn't really work out for them ultimately because their ego and their pride got the best of them. Yeah. And um, now they're actually just living off of old memories and nobody wants to be a has-been in life. That's something that's extremely important. Like, you know, you want to, you know, maximize the time that you have on top because you never know how long you're going to have the time on top. So you want to maximize that, but it'll be extremely, you know, unbeneficial if you squander that moment you know, with petty fighting and insecurities and stuff like that. Then you look back on it like 10 years later, it's like, then that, that's not going to happen again. You had your opportunity. God blessed you with a tremendous opportunity to change your life, to change your family's life. And then you look no back on it like, damn, that shit, that wasn't even really worth it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, I wish I, I wish I could have done things differently. And like I said, we actually have the opportunity to see that firsthand from people that we know personally in hip hop world. Um, and, uh, you know, a wise person learns from the mistakes of others. So I think it's extremely um, beneficial and vital for people to to look at other people's mistakes, other people's shortcomings, and not let that happen to them. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, I didn't expect you to yeah, go there. But yeah, I mean, that's, I'll, I'll turn it into the world of investing because I think from a business standpoint, everything Shadi just said makes a lot of sense and it speaks to kind of our relationship, but it speaks to Aaron Elysia as a company in, in, in totality. From an investment standpoint, though, I, I would be mindful of the mistakes that you make um, and how you can learn and adjust from them. And I'll give you, I'll take it back. And if you watch Market Mondays, you go back to 2021, I, I, I was big on, on Salesforce, um, CRM. I was talking about the investment in Slack. Um, I invested it. And then what happens in 2022? NASDAQ pulls back. Salesforce pulls back. And I lost on that that investment, but what I did gain was the knowledge of that sector, right? And so now I, I'm more familiar with CRMs and what they can do. Fast forward to this year, I never stopped looking at Salesforce as a great company, but what it did is open it up to other companies. And so in Chicago, when I was able to talk about HubSpot, it was because of what I saw Salesforce do. And so when we talk about AI and the AI ecosystem, there are plenty of sectors that are going to be available for gains, right? We're talking about Mm -hmm. media, we're talking about cloud space, but we're talking about 
enterprise and inside of enterprise is our CRMs. And so when we think about who's the largest, obviously Salesforce, but who do they, they cater to? They cook big corporations. Well, who speaks for the everyday person? Who's the CRM that does that? And that led me right to HubSpot. And so that was one of the best investments I made. But had I not made the mistake of investing in 2021 in CRM, I don't know what that company is and I don't know what the sector does. Yeah. And so when I looked at it, I'm like, all right. And I, I gave you this comparison, Ian, earlier. I'm like, well, how would I explain this to the everyday person what this is comparable to? I was like, oh, I think I got it, right? If we're talking about the early 90s of the technology boom and the internet, we're talking about a company like IBM, right? Where they have stuff that are specifically designed for corporate accounts and enterprise functioning. That works. But for the yep. everyday person, what are they using, right? Because they may not be able to use IBM. Well, here comes this thing called Microsoft Office. And now that can be used by the everyday person in their homes and, you know, in the small office, small way business. more cost efficient. Yep. And it's way more cost efficient. And so this is the similar type style when we're talking about CRM. So Salesforce is that enterprise. But HubSpot becomes that everyday person, small business, affordable option for people that are looking for crms and so that's why i know like I, I talked about why i did the investment i was looking at the charts but understanding that industry was what led me to having one of the the, the best returns that i've had this year um yeah. so learning from the mistakes being able to adjust but realizing like all right this sector still is going to mean something how can you take advantage of it so learning from your mistakes would be my, my biggest uh, lesson of the year out on a personal level inside the world of investing i love it